The Outstanding Society was asked to provide a learning lounge at the residential and home care show held at the Excel London in April 2023. We were very lucky to have such amazing panellists throughout the show, which made the sessions not only informative, but also fun. This podcast is a recording of one of our panel discussions. Social Care Voices, the Nursing Advisory Council. Zoe Fry is joined by Deborah Sturdy, Chief Nurse for Adult Social Care, Lucy Brown, Director of Nursing and Midwifery and Leadership Development at the Florence Nightingale Foundation, Scarlett MacDonald, New Commissioning Manager from Caring Homes Group, John Matthew, General Manager, Barchester, and Karen Sanders-Crook, Operations Manager for Camford Healthcare. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Zoe Fry, one of the directors of the Outstanding Society. We're here to celebrate Social Care Voices. I'm going to hand over for the panel to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Deborah Sturdy. I'm the Chief Nurse for Adult Social Care for England. (laughs) I'm Karen Sanders-Crook. I'm an Operations Manager for Camford Healthcare. Um, I'm John Medi. I'm the um, um, General Manager of uh, Barchester Healthcare. Um, and um, I'm the uh, Social Care Nurse Advisor Council Chair for BNSSG. Hello, good afternoon. I'm Lucy Brown. I'm the Director of Nursing and Midwifery Leadership Development, a very long title, for the incredible Florence Nightingale Foundation. I am Scarlett MacDonald. I'm a new Commission Manager for Caring Homes Group and a Social Care Nurse Advisory Chair for Dorset. <laughs> Fantastic, thank you. It's an amazing panel. I've got the directors here heckling me at the side, so it's very off-putting. Um, lots of people know. Lots of people don't know about about these new chair roles. So I want to hand over to Debs to tell you a bit about these really exciting roles. Thank you, Zoe. So when I came into post, um, a kind of great challenge and a great opportunity to make a difference around nursing and social care. And there's one person with a bit of admin support um, that was a pretty tall order. So what I knew I had to do was galvanise um, the workforce and our, our, in a particular around that leaders, those leaders in social care nursing to actually help me in this. And with the advent of the new kind of integrated care systems that we're, we're starting to see um, emerge and the, um, the opportunity, I think, that that gives social care, I thought... If we're not at the front, on our front foot on this, we're going to miss the boat. So I, I very swiftly um, started working with my NHS colleagues and Hilary Garrett, who's one of the deputy chief nurses in Ruth May, the chief nurse for the NHS's team. Um, and we um, just getting her, her support was absolutely critical in a setting up um, social care nursing advisory councils in every ICS. So that means that every integrated care system board nurse actually has a council that acts as a touchstone uh, around nursing issues. And why that's important is that as we've learned through the COVID experience, working together is absolutely critical. And I want to have um, those councils set up in a way that they can actually challenge those ICB nurses that they can work with them where there's opportunities for um, things like we've just had a session about research and where there's practice development opportunities, workforce planning. And I just absolutely passionately believe if you're not in the room, people forget you. So actually being in the room is critical. So um, as we've appointed um, 42 um, fantastic nurses to lead the way on this, um, I have every faith that they're gonna um, be able to deliver um, that change. And as we start small, what I believe will happen, 
I hope will happen is that over time that this will grow and grow. Um, and there's some fantastic ideas already emerging around that and we'll come back and talk about that later. Fantastic, thank you. I think it's something to be really proud of and, and we want to thank you for, for setting this up for us. Um, I'm one of the chairs for, for Surrey Heartlands and I'm really, really excited about it. Can you tell me a bit, Karen, about what it means for you and, and where you're a chair of? Yes, thank you, because I forgot to say that earlier on. So <laughs> I'm um, the chair for um, Mid and South Essex and um, what does it mean for me? It's a, um, an amazing opportunity for um, health and social care professionals to come together for integrated working, as, as Deb quite rightly said. Um, but I see it also as a, an opportunity of us sharing expertise and knowledge and getting all those unheard voices out there in our nursing sector um, around the table so that we can raise the issues um, to improve the care for the people that we, we, can, we look after because we're all looking after the same people. And I think particularly what we're good at in social care is we're good at, at working with limited resources, we're good at being innovative, we're good at being creative and we do all this whilst adapting our services to meet the people that we care for. So um, I think we're in a really strong position to support our colleagues in health to be able to improve and innovate services going forward so that we can really make a difference. Fantastic. Thank you, Karen. And, and the Florence Nightingale Foundation, um, we're, all the chairs are, are doing a course with you. Lucy, can you tell us a bit about the foundation and about the course that the chairs are on? Of course, it would be my pleasure. Um, so those of you that don't know the Florence Nightingale Foundation, we've been um, running as a charity um, and we are really proud to be a legacy to Florence Nightingale herself, who was set up back in 1929 and been running leadership programs and scholarships since that time. Um, over the last three years, we've expanded our reach. Um, before three years ago, we were running about 75 scholarships a year. Now we've got thousands of nurses that are coming through our leadership development interventions. And what we do really well is bring together like-minded individuals to really expand and raise the nursing voice. And it's been an absolute pleasure to work with um, Deb and with Hilary to design this program and develop it for the 42 chairs. It's been, I think, fair to say transformational, seeing those individuals growing confidence. And as we all know, nurses do struggle with their confidence and understanding their capabilities. So what we do at the foundation is really make them recognize how absolutely fantastic and outstanding they are so they can lead change and really have their voice heard. I think that's what's been happening, hasn't it, Debs? It's, it's been absolutely wonderful to sit back and watch. And actually, collectively, a sum is great in its parts. And I really feel the time is right for social care, isn't it? Absolutely. But now we're seeing that through these ICBs, uh, ICB chairs, they're working really close to the chief nurses in each of those systems to have the social care voice heard. So we're empowering them through a number of interventions, um, around self-awareness, emotional intelligence, stepping into authority, having that impact and influence that is so, so necessary to make sure we can push forward the social care agenda because we need to celebrate that diversity amongst social care which is unknown. So this is the time, the time is ripe. And I think particularly making sure that resources are spent in the right way for a sustainable healthcare system across this country. Fantastic. Thanks, Lucy. And I think you're right. I think it's such an exciting time for social care. Scarlett, I'm going to come across to you now. Can you, can you tell us what it means to you to be one of the new chairs and how the course is helping you? 
Well, it's been really exciting because one of the things that we need to do as social care nurses is we need to have a voice. We need to actually educate people and what our world's like. Our world is so different from the NHS and so different from everything else. We've got limited resources, as we say. We're ingenious, we're really effective leaders. And this course has been quite exciting because it's changed. It's obviously opened up lots of learning. It's opened up lots of um, knowledge gaps. It really has, we, we trained at RADA. It was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it makes a real difference because people that work in our homes can actually have a voice and we're nurses and we should be on the same level. So that's that. <laughs> Fantastic, thank you. Debs, can I come back to you? Because I know that everybody's coming to you to, to tell you what they're doing in their new roles as chairs and how they're working with their nurses. Can you tell us a bit about some of those scenarios? Yeah, yeah so, I mean, it's, we're, we're on a journey with this. We've, we've just kicked it off. Um, it's been fantastic. And thanks to, to Lucy and others at the Florence Nightingale Foundation uh, for doing this kind of induction programme and into being uh, a confident, having a confident voice. Um, but the things that we're starting to see emerge is um, one of the chairs um, around Nottingham has set up, um, you know, WhatsApp groups, um, looking at Facebook pages. Um, in Birmingham, they've got an app. Birmingham and Solihull have got an app. Um, again, offering what CPD opportunities there, all the things that are available to nurses working in social care. So we're starting to see that. Other people, I, I think we'll just have 42 different solutions, as we should do. We should have, you know, it should be about um, what fits that system. But what I want to do in the coming weeks um, is to gather all this good practice so that we have got it collectively and then we can start sharing and see more of that. So I think we, um, I think we're on a journey. I think that um, I, th I think this is just going to grow arms and legs. Is my thought. Um, there was a time between Christmas and New Year. I thought, what have I started here? It was all feeling very challenging. Um, just getting even getting 42 people at one point uh, was massively challenging. And Lucy and I were just talking about that. But I think as we, you know, as we have these kind of pioneer leaders at the start of this program, we will just see this build and grow. And I think when the ICB nurses and some of them are absolutely, uh, you know a thousand percent behind it um, I think we'll see those again those natural leaders from the NHS colleagues who are going to really push this forward um, and I can you know I'm talking to some of them about the ideas that they've got about can we do more around rotation can we think more about you know really embedding um, advanced practice and um, how can we um, deliver different types of services so I think we are just we're just at the start and I want to just gather that in the coming weeks um, and, and, and like I say, share it so that we can replicate not, and, and um, what's, what's going on. So I think we, like I say, I think we're on a very exciting journey. It was really interesting listening to the point about confidence. I was speaking to another group that, um, that I sponsored last year, which were 25 nurses from the global majority working in social care, and they're just coming to the end of their program. And I was talking to them this morning, and all of them, I just said to them what they got out of the program, and, and all of them introduced themselves and talked about that, and every one of them said confidence, a voice, an ability to actually get my point across um, and everybody referred to the RADA stuff as well they just thought that that was um, amazing so again I think giving people opportunity um, and I think this will create more and more opportunity much more about inclusion of the widest uh, work 
sort of nursing workforce. Um, and like I say, I absolutely know and passionately believe if you're not in the room, people are going to forget you. So I think this is just going to grow and, and get more and more exciting as the year goes on. And one thing we will absolutely do, and Lucy and I have spoken about this, is, is have an evaluation to look at impact so that we can um, then kind of review that and consider what other um, support we can give going forward. Fantastic. That, that's brilliant. Thank you. And again, we, we keep coming back to, to being the voice of social care and Debs is leading that army and I think we've got 42 soldiers behind her. But actually, we want to be the voice for you guys as well. So although we're looking at national priorities, we're looking at local priorities as well. So it's your opportunity to come to us. John, if I can come across to you now, can you tell us a bit about what it means to you to be a chair and how you're going to maybe change things going forward? Yeah, um, thank you, Zoe. Um, I'm the person in BNSSG. So what I'm looking forward um, to raise the profile of the social care nurses, um, um, it is now obvious that there is not much career progression for the social care nurses compared to the NHS nurses. So. I would like to point out one good example from my own experience, actually. It's back in 2021. I applied for an advanced nursing um, practitioner course in UWE. Um, the, my application was rejected only because of one reason. My experience was in the um, care sector, not in a hospital or clinic. So it's actually, I'm being pragmatic. It may not be changing, actually. It may not be changing, actually, quickly. but. Actually, we cannot nullify the possibility of um, changes through more researches and um, discussions. And another thing I am really looking forward um, to raise the voices, as Karen and uh, Lucy said, to raise the voices of the social care nurses to a wider table. Let's take the um, current situation, current scenarios. So if a nurse who is working in the social care sector has got an innovative idea or suggestion it may be easily faded away um, as the system concise its own. But with the social care nurses advisory councils, so these voices can be raised to a further level and further discussions and maybe a researchers around that things can be happening. So I'm, um, I'm strongly believing that a positive changes can be happening in this in these areas like uh, raising the profiles and raising the voices of the unheard voices and um, more discussions and researchers thank you fantastic thanks john and if i may come back to you karen and actually the rest of the panel can you expand and and tell me a bit about what these boards might look like who might be on them um I think that's a great question because obviously nurses are going to be on them um, but I think they are going to look different for every ICB depending on what the priorities are nationally and, and locally but I don't see them taking one shape or one form I see them evolving and changing as the priorities and and the care needs of the of the communities that we're, we're, we're working with change so I think it's going to be really interesting because obviously what you know, it's going to benefit us as well as social care nurses being able to tap into um, the diversity of the sector. Um, I see it as a bit of a, it's a bit of a, this is a bit of a call to action, I guess, for for social care nurses to come, come and get on board and to join us. We've got we've got the Twitter group, which is um, the Social Care Nurse and Advisor Councils, or at SCNACS, um, and locally, as Deb mentioned earlier, there are, there are lots of 
Facebook groups starting to come up and and this is a way for us to access in an informal way the, the nurses that are out there but also so that we can pick up the themes and, and formally represent those as and when needed and obviously those nurses will have the opportunity depending on you know whether they want to or not to be part of those councils going forward as they change and morph. Fantastic thank you I don't know if the other chairs have have got any ideas about who's going to be on their panels yet um, but we're, we're going to have representation from Skills for Care rights for residents q and i i would also be really really interested to hear from the audience about who you think should be on the panel so if we said you've got a dream team within this new panel that a wonderful social care nurse is going to chair what would that look like for you I might chip in if I may, is that okay? Of course. Just, we have actually reached out to Dementia UK as well Amazing. to support with the Admiral Nurses. So they're, they're phenomenal, very much on board. And also in the audience, <laughs> certain with the RCN as well. Uh, we've been linking in to make sure there's representation, but obviously linking in with the relevant chairs to make sure that the voices are heard. Oh, so I was going to ask about dementia and how that's been represented, um, because it's really important that we look at Admiral Nurses, but also people who've experienced nurses that haven't gone that way, but actually have a whole lot to offer. There's so much that, you know, dementia has taught us about how, you know, there's a, there's a saying, isn't it? If you get dementia care right, you get all care right. And so there's a benchmark there to work to. So I think that that's quite interesting. So I'd be interested too in looking at other specialisms that are out in the communities like Parkinson's and all of the other kind of things. So actually in social care, we come across all day every day but actually we've got some really good specialists in there that can really drive change as well amazing thank you samantha anybody else from the audience devs now i was going to make the point about you know similar sort of point which is around um people with learning disability and the nurses work with people with learning disability and autism um, and, and complex care in those domiciliary type settings as well. And we, you know, this can't be everybody. These, you know, and that's not the intent of these councils. They're a representative voice. Um, um, but I think to Karen's point, you know, changing those things, uh, you know, it, it's not going to be a role for life either. So there'll be, you know, you need, you need um, my experience of those sort of groups, you need to kind of bed people in, get people established but then refresh things as well as, as things move on. Um, you don't want the same voices in 10 years' time sitting there saying the same things. That just doesn't work. Um, so I'm a great advocate for, for kind of refreshing things as you go along. But I think it has to um, include as many voices as we can. Without, and, and, you know, and I was saying at the start of this, people say, you know, how many people? And I was saying like 10 to 12 maximum, otherwise it becomes ineffective. Um, so I think that's that's the other thing. It's kind of balancing, um, uh, and, and and for me as well, it's that home manager. It's that person who really is dealing with the sharp end of things. Um, and you know, those those clinical nurses working at the very front line of services. That's what this is about. Ultimately, it's about those people's voice, which um, often doesn't get heard, um, and yet I think has got the answers to many of the problems and challenges that we face. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, if there are people here in the audience who are thinking, well, how do I get in touch with my local chair? I'd be interested in being part of the board or I want to feed some ideas through. What is the best mechanism to kind of find out what's happening um, in your area? 
I think that that's something that's currently being worked through and I think it's a really good point. What we're looking at doing is having a single point of reference, so a web page or a website for the boards that will have the chairs for your area, their contact details, um, and everything will go to that central point. Um, so that's what we're looking at, looking at doing, hopefully, in the next six to eight weeks. And similarly, um, our colleagues at Skills for Care, and Una Smith is here somewhere, um, is that the, we've got um, a publication called We Are Social Care Nursing. So again, putting it, um, putting it in there. But I was just saying to Zoe before we start, we need to do some more, I think, around the kind of uh, a wider communique around this stuff. Um, so we'd, we'll definitely get a look at that. Um, in, in the short term, we're actually meeting once a month, um, the chairs virtually, to talk about how this is going to be formed. So we'd be very happy for you to, to contact the Outstanding Society on info at theoutstandingsociety.co.uk and we can bring that to the chair's meeting. So, so any ideas, please, please do make contact with us. We're happy to take any uh, comments and questions as well and Steve to the right board. So please, it's um, some of our, our booklets are on the table, but it's um, academy at florencenightingalefoundation.org.uk. I think it's really awesome that you're doing this because we've got, as a non-clinician, I've got amazing nurses that would value that leadership and connection to somebody that they can see within their own sector, not just NHS. So thank you for setting it up and running it because I know that there are young nurses who have gone through preceptorship and are working now, love social care, want to remain in social care and now have a group to look up to and can work toward. I just wanted to add just on that point that we really are, the Florence Nightingale Foundation is open to the entire health and social care sector and we have many, many programmes available so I would encourage, you know, certainly not just for the NHS, that's for sure, so please do look up the opportunities. There's some, just a handful within the book, but we've, um, we've changed over 17,000 nurses and midwives from over the last year and those are from social care, from the independent sector, not just from the NHS, so please, please, we're here to help and support everyone from across the nursing midwifery community. I was going to say, one of the perennial problems, I think, with our sector is um, actually how you communicate with everybody. It's so diverse and it's so huge. Um, so I think, you know, the offer of the Outstanders side to have that page, to have that place to go to. And, you know, similarly, Florence Nightingale Foundation, the Queen's Nursing Institute this week have come out with their, um, uh, the opportunity to apply to become a Queen's nurse. And it's a very, I know Karen is one, it's a very prestigious um, honour to get that. Um, and, and that's open to, to nurses from social care. And I was, um, I actually gave the awards out last year, and it felt like there were about 5,000, but there were, there were, you know, there was, there was kind of 100 people coming up onto a stage, and, um, and a, a, a good number, not enough, but a good number um, actually were from social care. So we need to encourage people to be mainstreaming our messages and recognition, recognition is so important of, a phenomenal workforce. It's really interesting listening about the your advanced practice application experience. You know, by us all having that voice in all of those places, we can really, really make a difference in raising the bar and raising the awareness of what happens uh, in social care. And um, you know, and I would say this, wouldn't I, in this role? But my, you know, how I, I just feel 
such passion about being that advocate for the skills that nurses in social care have, which are absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I always argue about, you know, actually you need the most skilled nurses in social care because they are working in such an autonomous way. So, you know, anything that we can collectively do in, in raising that voice is absolutely critical. That's fantastic, thank you. The, the other thing that I wanted to mention was National Nurses Day, and I know Debs has been working very closely with Skills for Care. Can you tell me a bit about that, because the chairs are going to all be speaking at those events too? Yeah, so we're just about to embark on, I think it's six events um, over the next few weeks um, uh, in, in each of the um, skills for care regions around the country um, just look, just focusing on nursing um, and there's a kind of a recognition and acknowledgement um, about the importance of social care nursing um, talking to our sector will be a way of the chairs linking into people within those um, within those kind of regions um, and again what I want to do I was thinking today I've got about 17 events over the next four weeks that I'm going to think, what am I going to say and I thought actually I'm not going to say very much I want to hear what people have got to say um, I, you know, I can talk for England, but actually I just really want to hear what people have got to say and what more can we do, um, uh, you know, from that kind of national perspective uh, to raise awareness and, and do more for um, this, this workforce. Thank you. Are there any other questions from the audience at all? Yeah. No, Samantha. I'm going to ask a question first. <laughs> Actually, it's not so much a question, just um, an observation that it was really interesting to see the Nursing Times Awards, a uh, new category this year for social care nursing. It's the last two years, a third year. It's okay. our third year. Okay, third year. But I think it's just really important for people to be aware of that opportunity and also, Deb, for your um, gold and silver awards for nurses in social care um, and, and just really thinking about all of those opportunities that we've got to promote our colleagues so I think we it is our responsibility to be very active looking out for all of those opportunities I'll hand over to you sir thank you for allowing me to speak and um, just re I was just gonna say, <laughs> gonna say we get a lot of overseas nurses in, especially in social care, and we're seeing a lot more overseas nurses coming through who require extra support, extra love, extra kindness, as well as actually understanding how does that fit into the hospital that they worked in thousands of miles away, and how do they then transfer? We know they have the skills, so they've gone through all of the, you know, all of the, we know they've got the skill, but skill is one thing. Confidence about competence is another thing, and then understanding the change in landscape of your world literally turning upside down is a whole nother thing. So, just one thing if, there's, if there was one thing that you could say to providers on how to support those nurses, what would it be? Thank you. Okay, I'll let you go. Okay, thanks. I've got that's a really, that's a really good question. Do you mind if I jump in first? So, um, so I'm going to an event just after this, actually, to celebrate our International Nursing and Midwifery Associations, which was set up two years ago with uh, Ruth May's office and um, commissioned us to work to support with the formation of those associations. Now, they were set up by nurses from the country of origin to support internationally educated nurses who have come over here to work. Because as you say, it's a huge, huge change. 
but actually they're set up to support the families, not just the nurses. So it's integration in society, so they stay and they feel like they belong and they can thrive in our healthcare system. So I'm happy to go onto our website, I think it's actually in our brochure as well, but we can share those informations. Our head of global leads on that work. And we have got a big celebration event today, but I came here first. <laughs> Get in there later. And then additionally, very excitingly, um, because we're a charity, we've got a thousand places. Um, we're very proud on our online program, which is open to all of, of health and social care. Um, that opens in September. We've just done our first cohort this year, and that's been funded by the Burdett Nursing Trust, and I say thank you to them. Um, and that's for all four countries as well, not just for, the, for England. So please do apply, um, and we're happy to obviously look at additional commissions as well. But it's, it's getting them ready for that place of work, how they transition, what it's like to work within the UK. But hearing those voices from nurses who've been there, seen there, and done it, it's not you know, people that look like them and know what it's like to be like them as well. So, uh, yeah, please get in touch. I'm happy to stay around for questions as well. Um, I'm just going to second that. I was at a meeting with that group this week, and they're all those, those uh, international um, organisations, um, representative organisations, they're open to social care as well, and they are very, very keen to do more in that social care space um, and are very passionate about that. So, um, again, I think we need to get that information out to people. Fantastic. Just want to say a huge thank you to the amazing panel. Um, there's there's going to be some amazing projects happening. I'd like to ask Debs to just to do a final summary of today and close for us, please. So, like I say, I think we're on this, we're, we're not at the start. I think we're on a journey around this. I think it has massive potential, um, and um, you know, I think in terms of how you embed things into systems great i'm so very proud to be um the chief nurse however it's about the reality is that it's the people at the front line who make the real difference to people's lives so i think these chairs the opportunities that this gives is absolutely phenomenal and a huge thanks to not only the people who are sat here today but everybody else who's stepped forward um to fulfill those um fulfill those roles so um, i think it's you know it's kind of watch this space and watch it grow and develop one of the other things that actually Ruth just mentioned to me was around, uh, just mentioned was um, around this kind of recognition. So when I came into post, I launched the Chief Nurse Awards. And it's not just for nurses, it's for anybody working in social care um, who's made a significant difference. And I felt it was really important to recognize those people who go above and beyond. And it's been a great privilege to meet so many people and give these out. I've made people cry unintentionally, but um, uh, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, it, that doesn't give me any pleasure, but it's, it, it kind of really does um, resonate with people. So I thought since I was here, I'd take the opportunity to um, give one of these awards this afternoon. So Ruth, I'd really like to give you one. And it was not set up in any way that she mentioned it. <laughs> for all that you've done for social care. <laughs> Amazing. Congratulations, Ruth. We're very, very proud of you. Fantastic. Thank you all for coming along. The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member. <laughs>